Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Pipe Bomb Show. I'm your host, John Pipe Bomb. This is going to be one of those uh, I'm walking around videos. So if you hear just random noises or audio in and out, that's what it is. But welcome. This is your Money in the Bank predictions episode. Money in the Bank is tomorrow night. Um, The first pay-per-view in front of fans. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Last night, SmackDown was the first uh, show in front of a live crowd. And it has been missed. It has been missed the, uh, from, I did not get to see it. I've seen clips, highlights, red results. But it seems that, that it, it was a lively crowd. Got a surprise, uh, a return if you will, but this will be the first pay-per-view that will be back in front of a live crowd. I expect it to be hotter than that crowd on SmackDown was. That crowd on SmackDown, they wanted to let you know, like, society's back. We are getting back to normal. There are still things. There are still tweaks here and there of of COVID that remains. People still wearing masks, you know, still people taking precautions in some areas of, of work. But... It was slowly but surely. It, it started, I would say, with uh, AEW. First, they had, you know, just their wrestlers around the ring, you know, performance guys, you know, to give some type of crowd feeling. Then, uh, then you know, to 10% capacity, 20%, 50% capacity, and then just going full out. WWE didn't do that. WWE did the crowds around the ring. Then they opted to do no crowd. Actually, they did no crowd. Then they did the small crowd. Then they moved to, uh, what is it? What's it? Tropicana Field, I believe. Uh where they had the 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 screens of fans give give some type of environment for these wrestlers to work with but they are going from they're going from 0 to 100 real quick they're going from no fans no physical fans to all the fans I don't know how many people were there on SmackDown, but 
This is a pay-per-view, and this this is an exciting pay-per-view. This isn't just, you know, it's not like the 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 first pay-per-view back is like is backlash or 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 you I don't know. I, I wouldn't like uh what was it? Stomping grounds or battleground. Like this is a this is one of those big pay-per-views you do watch because it it feels important and it feels like you know it has it has long-term effects you watch wrestlemania because like every season wrestlemania is the end you watch royal rumble because the winners go to wrestlemania there's importance there you watch survivor series you know the big four you watch Survivor Series back in the day for that Survivor Series, you know, tag team elimination match. You watch SummerSlam because they tried to make SummerSlam the WrestleMania of the summer. The biggest party of the summer, the biggest event of the summer is SummerSlam. Those are the big four. SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, and WrestleMania. Right under that, I would put Money in the Bank because I feel like a lot of people will watch Money in the Bank because they want to know who is winning those briefcases. Who's winning those, those, you know, who's getting that contract? We know how important Money in the Bank is right now. So years and years and years of doing it, it it's I, I would put it right there, right behind... Those uh, those uh, top four, those those big four pay per views. The pre show was announced, I believe, early Friday or Thursday was announced. The Mysterios, Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, will be defending their tag team titles against the Usos. Thinking about it, <clears throat> I think the Mysterios win. I think they retain the titles because uh, I don't see the Usos winning the titles on a pre-show. I thought they would have saved this match for SummerSlam or maybe they're speeding things up. Remember, Jay just came back. Jay Uso just came back, like on uh, what was it last week? This week they wrestled in a six-man tag. I don't see them winning just because I think they get a rematch at SummerSlam. If you would have asked me what would the plans for SummerSlam, I say the Usos face the Mysterios for the titles. And the Usos win at SummerSlam. But on a pre-show right before a big pay-per-view like SummerSlam, I say the Mysterios find a way to keep the titles. Maybe, you know, Roman presses on them some more, get things done, respect the family. And then they win it at SummerSlam on the card. Not in a pre-show, not in a warm-up, not in a kickoff, 
on the card, they win the titles. So I'm going with the Mysterios, unless, unless WWE has big plans for SummerSlam, maybe the Usos do win it. And then at SummerSlam, they, uh, they just, I don't know, they have a, they have really good opponents, (laughs) hopefully. Uh, it's, looking, reading the names again, uh, it's a very interesting matchup. It's literally father and son versus brother and brother. <laughs> I just find that hilarious. It's just a it's a fam it's a family friendly match. Uh you know what? I'm going to save the uh, I'm gonna save the money in the bank matches for the end. So let's go to the raw side. Raw tag team titles on the line. The Viking Raiders take on AJ Styles and Omos. I say that AJ and Omos, they keep the titles. I would love to see Viking Raiders take it, you know, have a real tag team, a team that's been together for years. AJ and Omos, they, as a tag team, I don't even think they've wrestled that much. I know Omos beat, I think, Ivar or Eric beat him one-on-one. They wrestled together at WrestleMania. They might have defended the titles again against uh, the New Day. But pretty quiet from AJ Omos lately, uh, tag team-wise. But I do not see them uh, losing the titles. Sorry. I see them losing the titles at SummerSlam. I see WWE setting up a big match for them to lose the titles. And I think it's going to be against RK-Bro. They've been having RK-Bro win little by little. Racking up wins, but didn't win the uh, the battle royal to to get them there. To 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 get them a shot at the titles. Now you have Riddle in the Money in the Bank um, ladder match. Uh, I think it's just a way to you know buy time. But I think uh, Randy, Randy and Matt Riddle will be challenging for the tag titles at SummerSlam. And they're going to win at SummerSlam. Don't worry about that. We got Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair for the Raw Women's Championship. This feud is so lackluster. This feud... You think this would be a hot feud. You think the way these two women can work, the way they can cut promos, you think the way that they, just who they are. You would think that this would be probably one of the top feuds. That's like if we got Bianca and Sasha or Bianca and Bailey. 
and you're like, well, they're going to pull out an amazing match. They're going to do so good. The promos are going to be amazing. But you're looking at the storyline. You're listening to what they're saying. And it's just so deflating. It's just like, why are they talking like this? Why is this the premise of the feud? Why can I not see who I'm supposed to like? I mean, everybody has their favorites. There's going to be heels you like. There's going to be baby faces you you hate. But at the end of the at the end of the day, there was a time people hated John Cena. Hate this guy. He can't wrestle. He, you know, five moves of doom. He buries everybody. Oh my God, John Cena's the worst. You hated John Cena. But at the end of the day, you knew he was the good guy in the feud. There is no good guy in this feud. It's two heels. And I don't even know if WWE knows that they have booked two heels. That's the issue. That's the real problem. It's not that there's two heels. It's not like we're getting... I don't even know. It's not like you're getting... Actually, it's like you're getting Bray Wyatt, the Fiend... Versus Randy Orton. You're getting two heels. It's exactly like that. Because you're looking. You're like, okay, the Fiend is this evil guy. He uses magic. He beats everybody. And here's Randy Orton. He beats all the good guys. He he attacks legends. He's the heel. And then you take a step back and you go, wait. But they're both heels. So why do I care? Who am I rooting for? That's what this match is. Rhea's been a heel. She hasn't done anything good. Even, like I said, even right before WrestleMania, heel. So she goes, and she's been feuding with Charlotte, but then Charlotte's healing it up, saying she's the opportunity, you know, uh, you know, bashing people, saying her missing WrestleMania wasn't even her fault, all that. I really don't care who wins this. But I'm going to go Rhea. I feel like I'm saving everything for, I'm saving all the title changes for SummerSlam. But I see, I see Rhea, Rhea keeping the title. It might be short. It's such a good chance it's Charlotte, but I'll go with Rhea on this one. I'll say she somehow she gets the win. Remember last time? It, last time Rhea got disqualified, and they're giving Charlotte a rematch here, but it's not no DQ. So. Maybe Charlotte gets disqualified, and then at SummerSlam, we get a no DQ. That'll be the trilogy. I got disqualified, now you get disqualified, and now at SummerSlam, no disqualifications, finally. I hope that that sounds like a terrible idea, but that sounds like a WWE idea. 
dragging this feud, not having a clear-cut winner. But whatever. I go with Rhea. Are we up to the world titles already? Yep. So two tag title matches, two Money in the Bank matches, two world title matches, and it was going to be two women's matches. But Bianca, uh, Bianca Bella, no, not Bianca, Bailey. Bailey got injured. Bailey, shout out to her. She held down that pandemic era. She held down that division the whole time. She she was one of the most entertaining people on on WWE TV. She's going to be out with an injury for about nine months. Wish her speedy recovery. Um, But that is why Bianca will not be defending the title. She defended it against Carmella last night on SmackDown. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. She kept the title. She retained. Which you kind of expected. I would have loved to see how that storyline was going to carry out with her and Bailey. But it's fine. Bobby Lashley versus Kofi Kingston for the WWE title. It's a Lashley win. It's not even a question, not even debate, not even a second thought. Like it's going to be Lashley versus Kofi. I see Kofi. Kofi's going to put up a good fight. It'll be a decent match, but obviously. They haven't built Kofi up as a single star in a while. He's just been tag teaming the whole time with Xavier Woods. Um, I think they just needed a new body. McIntyre is not able to fight for the world title. They do not have another top superstar who could fight for the WWE title right now. Kofi is a former champion. And they they worked out a way to to make him a contender. But no, lastly wins this. No issue there. This match, though, for the WWE Universal title, Roman Reigns taking on Edge. One-on-one. When I found this match out, my brother was pissed. How could they not wait to have this match at SummerSlam? Now, there are rumors of John Cena coming back. And if that's the case, he should only be fighting one man. That's Roman Reigns. Would I love to see Edge win the world title again? Absolutely. But this isn't it. It wasn't his time at WrestleMania. It's not his time now. It seems like he just came back out of nowhere. And they just threw him. It's it's like kind of like a Kofi situation. Well, we got nobody else to fight Roman right now before 
their big match at SummerSlam. So let's have a credible name, Edge, Kofi Kingston, face him. Edge is going to give a good match. He's, it's going to come close. It's going to come close. But I see Roman keeping that belt. Then he's go on, he goes on to SummerSlam and he faces John Cena for the title. I see that. Now, here's the fun part. The Money in the Bank ladder matches. Let's start with the women. We have Asuka, Naomi, Alexa Blish, Nikki Ash, Liv Morgan, Zelina Vega, Natalia, and Tamina. Liv Morgan is in. If you have been listening for some time now, uh, then you know I've been like, when are they going to announce, you know, Liv Morgan in the match? She's beaten Carmella twice. Zelina Vega came in. She beat Zelina. When are they going to let her win? And then Natalia, last week, they just they just announced it on social media, like I think on Wednesday or Thursday. Same thing with Tamina. On Thursday or, or Friday morning, they just put it out. WWE.com reports that Tamina's in the match now. It's just like, oh, okay. I think uh, uh, Sonia Deville actually tweeted out uh, Natalia being in. But I'm looking at these women. I'm just going based off a process of elimination. And let's just do that. It's not Natalia Tamina. They have the tag titles. They're in a feud by default with uh, Tegan Knox and Shotzi. So they're doing that. Alexa Bliss. She's all magical and stuff, and I'm waiting for that to end and finish. But I don't think Alexa's winning it. Plus, she's won it already. Asuka won it last year in the corporate Money in the Bank ladder match. Nikki Ash, the superhero of this group. She's a superhero, right? So... She's taking a dive off the ladder. She has to. I think if you're if you have a superhero gimmick, you have to fly. You have to attempt to fly. So uh, that's a prediction. She's fall. She's the one that's going to be jumping off into a pile. And that leaves me with Naomi, Liv Morgan, and Selena Vega. Zelina Vega just came back, just from being fired from WWE. She came back. She got placed into this match. Um, she could well take it. She could take it, I believe. You have Naomi. Naomi... No longer in a tag team because Lana was let go. Um, 
she's been teaming up with Asuka lately. Hopefully, that's just because of the qualifying matches uh, to get in the ladder match. And then we have Liv Morgan. Or, as I like to call her, my future wife. This adorable woman. All right, let me focus. Um, Liv Morgan seems like a favorite. She just seems like, you know, the crap. Like, they are booking her as the underdog. Remember, if Bailey doesn't go down and Carmella doesn't move to that title match, Liv Morgan was still waiting, still waiting. Now, eventually, I think Liv Morgan would have gone in. She would have been in the match as, you know, the third or fourth person. Not taking Carmella's spot, but they're making her seem like, you know, she's racking up wins. She's being overlooked. She's the underdog. There's a good chance Liv Morgan could take it. Honestly, they could go with a safe bet with Naomi. That is a safe bet. But I want to see somebody new. I want to see a baby face like Liv Morgan or a heel like Zelina Vega who can just, that's it, just be a heel. (laughs) Just, you know, like, who is it? Uh, uh, Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair is the thing. Is the champion. I could see her, you know, maybe cashing in on Bianca uh, a little down the line. But I think uh, if you told me pick, I'd say Liv Morgan. I'd go with Liv Morgan winning uh, Money in the Bank. I'm sorry. I seem a little distracted. There was just a car accident right outside my building. I just heard the car, the the brakes, and I just peeked out right now, and I could kind of see the car. Hope everyone's okay. But Liv Morgan, by process of elimination, I think it's Alina or Liv Morgan. I'd rather those two. But I think Liv Morgan wins it as the underdog. Now we've got... I don't even think this would be the main event. I think the main event will be Roman and Edge because that seems to be Roman's gimmick of, you know, uh, always being the main event. But in, in terms of importance, like the Money in the Bank ladder match... That's the most important one. The men. We got Ricochet, John Morrison, Riddle, Drew McIntyre, Biggie, Kevin Owens, King Nakamura, and Seth Rollins. Now I can talk all about this and that and the other. But let's do it again. Process of elimination. 
I don't see Morrison winning it. Morrison is still doing the whole. He's attached to Miz. They could stay. They could have ran as a tag team, but they decided for Miz to win the WWE title and Morrison tag along. These guys could have been tag champs a long time ago for a long time. With with the way the the Raw tag team division is, don't see why they didn't win those titles. Riddle, Riddle, I said, uh, I don't. He's in a ta- he's in a team with uh, RK Bro. Like I said, I think him and Randy win the title, the tag titles at SummerSlam. So I don't see him winning the 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 briefcase. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre, I think, in this pool of guys besides Seth Rollins, is the biggest name. Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins are the biggest names in the, in terms of, you know, on the card, importance and everything. They are the two biggest names in this match. McIntyre doesn't need this title. Uh, this uh, briefcase. And I don't think he's winning it. I think he loses this. And he, you know, this has been his losing streak. Since WrestleMania. Since he hasn't been able to win back the, the WWE title. He, I think, I think. McIntyre eventually goes on to goes and gets drafted to SmackDown. And he'll have better luck fighting Roman and going after the Universal title because I don't think he's getting that WWE title back. He cannot wrestle for the WWE title, but I but if he does, I see him cashing it in on the Universal Champion instead. But I don't think he's winning it. He doesn't need it. You got Big E. Actually, no. Let's keep up with that. Seth Rollins now. It's the same thing. There have been reports and rumors that they're setting up Seth Rollins versus Edge. I think in that main event, Roman and Edge... I think Seth Rollins screws Edge out of the Universal title and it sets up their SummerSlam match at at uh, SummerSlam. So, no, Seth does not need this title, this uh this briefcase. So, Morrison's out, Riddle's out, McIntyre's out, Seth Rollins out. King Nakamura is honestly, he just became King Nakamura. That's like a thing already. That's like his gimmick that he can run with for a while. Uh, like, I was trying to explain this. I was trying to explain, like, it gives him something to do. The Money in the Bank briefcase should be given to someone who is good who hasn't won a world title, but needs something attached to them. 
uh, it, it it's hard to explain. Like we like uh like Edge was always good. Seth Rollins was always good. But they didn't win something. They didn't become King Edge. They didn't win King of the Ring. And that like like WWE usually tries to spread their gimmicks out. You're not gonna have Nakamura become King Nakamura and then become Mister Money in the Bank King Nakamura. If that makes any sense, like he's won a little achievement by becoming King already. That's what I mean. Sorry, something popped up on my phone. Ricochet. I don't... Listen. Love Ricochet. Exciting to watch. Love his crazy spots and athleticism. I He's just... I honestly think he's just in this match because him and Morrison will be doing some crazy dives. Ricochet will be, that's it, just dives. He is there to add excitement to this match. Kofi did that. Kofi would get to the top of a ladder and do the boom drop. Kofi would take two broken pieces of ladder and and climb up both of them. To try to get up. You know what I mean? There are certain guys who are there just to make the match pretty and exciting. To do those dives. To do a crazy flip. To jump off the top. Or fall from the top. And I feel that's what Morrison and Ricochet are there for. They Like you're not expecting McIntyre to hit a 450 from the top. Of the ladder or anything like that. I think that's what Ricochet is there for. So in all honesty. We're left with two. Big E. And Kevin Owens. Two very good contenders. Two guys who. Either of them could take it. But my pick is Kevin Owens. I'm going with Kevin Owens to be Mr. Money in the Bank. And I'll tell you why. It has been a long time since Kevin Owens has won a title. It has been a... We are very far removed when Kevin Owens was the universal title champion. Kevin Owens was the second man to hold that red universal title years ago. So people might not even still look at him as a world champion, as a top champion contender and 
we've seen him wrestle Roman plenty of times and fail plenty of times because Jay Uso was always there, always attached. Whether it was a steel cage match, whether it was a TLC match, he lost in the last man standing match. And continuity-wise, storyline-wise, I like the fact that on Talking Smack, I think uh, last week or two weeks ago, Kevin Owens called Paul Heyman. Still keeping up that storyline that he's going after the Universal title. He's coming after Roman. And he said, hey, Paul, I'm on Talking Smack. Don't hang up. I just want to let you know, I qualified, and I'm going to win, and I'm coming for the universal title, so Roman needs to watch his back. Now, Paul Heyman played it off and said, sir, I think you have the wrong number, hung up on him. But I like that Kevin Owens hasn't forgotten A lot of people forget. A lot of people, you know, okay, on to the next story. On to the next thing. Kevin Owens fought Roman in, what was it, January, February for the Rumble? We're in July. And he's still bringing that up. He had a whole feud with with Sami Zayn going into WrestleMania. He's been wrestling other people, doing other things. But he's like, I'm not I I haven't forgotten. You screw you guys screwed me out of the title multiple times. And I think and I feel I can beat Roman Reigns. And I'm gonna do it. Big E. Big E could win the the the, the briefcase. But I feel if you're going to have Big E win the world title, it's going to be be because he worked for it. That's, That's how I feel. I feel Big E's first title, first big win, the big one, he worked for it. He, he qualified. He earned the shot. He won the Royal Rumble. He won the Elimination Chamber. He did something. He overcame an obstacle as a babyface that got people behind him and thought, hey, there is a good chance that he could beat the champion, whoever that champion is. So that's why I don't think it's a big E. It could be. I think it'll be fun. Just, you know, Paul Heyman talking and then Big E just coming around, joking, flashing that briefcase, just like, hey, is it, you know, is today the day? Is it now? Am I going to do it now? But I think Kevin Owens. I'll give it to Kevin Owens. Like I said, looking back, 
Ricochet and Morrison make the match pretty. McIntyre doesn't need it. Seth Rollins is already going to face Edge at SummerSlam from reports. King not, uh, Riddle is going to be with RK Bro at SummerSlam winning the tag titles. King Nakamura, they already had him win kingship. <laughs> um, and Biggie, I think, works for it. So I, I, I'll give it to Kevin Owens. I think Kevin needs it too. Besides WrestleMania, he's been on. He hasn't done anything really lighting the world on fire. Nothing crazy. So, I give it to him. And I can't wait to see him taunting Roman, taunting Paul Heyman, just you know, just going after him. And I think when he cashes in, he he's gonna do it. He's gonna win it. No doubt. It's not going to be a fail. It's going to be a success. Watch. Anyway, guys. Great talking to you. Let's see. Let's see how I do this pay-per-view. Um, should be an exciting one. Should be a good one. Especially in front of a live crowd. Can't wait to hear the cheers, the boos, whatever you got. I want to hear it. Thank you, guys. I will talk to you next time.